and welcome to this week of How's We Manage, where we aim to inspire, bring joy, and teach you better ways to manage yourself. We are in the middle of a mini-series on building your personal brand. And this week, we have a special guest, uh, Chuck Gary or Charles Gary. He is our talent acquisition manager, and he is here to talk to us about everything that it means to be a brand ambassador and what that looks like in the workplace. So let's get right into it. All right, so um, Chuck, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today. You uh, truly just have such a strong personal brand. Everyone who comes into contact with you has nothing but incredible things to say, and we thought you would be the perfect person to talk to us and help us learn about what it means to be a brand ambassador. So thanks so much for your time. Absolutely. Thank you uh, for the kind words and for, for even thinking of me. I'm super excited to, to be here talking about something I'm very passionate about. Oh, great. Well, yeah, let, let's go ahead and just jump right in. Um, I'll start off with a pretty basic question. When you think about brand ambassador, um, what do you think it means to be a brand ambassador? That's a great question. Um, to me, I think it means that you, you find something that you like, love, care about, or, or even all of the above so much that you, um, you tend to intentionally and sometimes unintentionally represent that and promote that. <laughs> Um, I, I think the most recent example I can give is the Netflix series, Tiger King. Um, it's not a show that I would necessarily like see pop up in my queue and watch, but because there were so many brand ambassadors speaking about it, I ultimately ended up watching it and, and became a brand ambassador myself. And I think it's just because people genuinely enjoyed it. Um, whether it was the timing of the release and the type of dramedy that it offered uh, during mm -hmm. a quarantine, but just loving and liking something so much that you, you want to talk about it and share. Yeah, no, that's a great example. As you were speaking, the first example I thought of is when Trader Joe's launched the um, s'mores. It's basically like the chocolate covered s'mores. I would not stop talking about them. And I should have gotten some sort of percentage because I'm very confident that I helped them sell a lot of them. <laughs> so, that's hilarious. But no, I love what that just how like the illustration of that how it's like you just believe in something you love it you're passionate about it and so the words you use it's intentional and a lot of times not intentional you just talk about it and you want to get people bought into it because you see the joy that it brings into your life so i, I love that that's a great example um when we think about brand ambassador in the terms of a work environment what do you, what would you say are some ways that um an employee could demonstrate what, what does being a brand ambassador actually look like in the workplace? So that, uh, that's a good question. And, and I've been asked that question before and I've put a lot of thought into it. And I, I try to just think about what makes me want to be a, a brand ambassador. Um, and there's, there's truly three, three things or three steps, I would say. Um, the first step would, would be to be genuine and to genuinely find something that you like or love about work. Um, so for instance, like when I was interviewing at house, I had read all the reviews and one of the big things that had piqued my interest was the work-life balance. I, you know, have a toddler and, I, and my wife, was, we had a newborn at the time. So work-life balance was, was really important to me, but it wasn't until I actually started working here where I started to understand the difference between work-life balance and work-life harmony, where mm -hmm. work really just became part of life because I enjoyed it. I was passionate about it. Um, I loved what I did. I love what I do. I love the people I work with and, and I believe in the product. So when you genuinely like something, I think that's step one is identifying that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, step two, I would say is, is being authentic about it and, and not being afraid to talk about it or tell people about what it is that you genuinely like. Um, 
it, it goes with, you know, we just talked about Netflix in your personal life, but I think it goes with work as well. If there's something you enjoy at work, you can't be afraid to speak to it authentically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the final thing I would say, and, and my team, when they listen to this, they're going to laugh because I, I, t- I throw this word around nonstop, but <laughs> empathy, I, I think you have to be empathetic to be a good brand ambassador. Um, if you're not cognizant of the other person's perspective, they may not perceive your brand ambassadorship with the same amount of passion that you're presenting it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I'm a parent and um, I, I'm very passionate about the work-life harmony house has to offer. But when speaking to, let's say like an entry-level college grad for an SDR role, they may not appreciate that same, you know, type of uh, you know, brand ambassadorship when I speak of the work-life balance, because, you know, being a parent to them is, is something in the future maybe, or something mm-hmm. that they haven't really thought about. So um, you have to know your audience and speak to it. So I may talk about the impact that they can make or the, the, the talent development offerings that we offer here at House, because that is what they'll be more interested in. So being empathetic to the other, other person is, is key. So those would be the three things, genuinely liking something, being able to authentically speak about it, but also mm-hmm. being empathetic and, and cognizant of who you're talking to. Yeah, absolutely. On your last point of like empathy, I am a huge advocate that um, I'm going to use the word customer. And even though technically like what I do is not in sales right now, I I do think this applies to every single role. You you are only as successful as your customer feels understood by you. Um, I don't know who I stole that from, but it is such a mantra that drives everything I do because I think people need to know that you understand where they're coming from if you're going to have influence with them. Um, So I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, I want to kind of dig into the authentic piece for a second. I have a question. Do you think that sometimes the authenticity, because I, I'll, I'm bringing this up because I, I often feel like people hear the word brand ambassador and think, oh, I have to adapt this mindset that everything is perfect and it's sunshine and rainbows all the time. Do you think one side of the authenticity piece is also being able to acknowledge maybe the non-glamorous parts of your job as well? 100%. Um, you know, I, I always say you can't be a fake brand ambassador. Um, mm-hmm. So if there are things that you don't like, and, and it kind of goes back to the caring piece of it, like you can like, you can care about something, but not necessarily like something about what you care about. So, um, you know, I, I would say, you know, a, a relationship is the best example. Like I love my wife to death, um, but we don't agree on every topic. Um, mm-hmm. But because I care about the relationship, it's important to address the things that we might not be aligned on and really talk through it. So if there are yeah. things in the work environment, you know, that it's a similar situation, I always encourage people to speak up and um, do it professionally, obviously, and, and delicately, but um, don't harbor that if you, if you genuinely care about it. Right. No. And that's a great example. I love that you, you're reflecting on the home life. And I think um, a good example too, to tie that into work is sometimes people think, oh my gosh, if I don't love every single element of my job, I must not be in the right job. But the reality is maybe you love sharing house with professionals because you truly believe it is the best place to be as a professional in this industry. You may not love prospecting. That's okay. It's part of the job, but it's a necessary element in order to share this product with professionals. So I thank you for answering that question because I think it's really important for people to understand like authenticity doesn't mean like everything's perfect always. It's just you're acknowledging that maybe aspects you don't love, but it's worth it to you because you believe in the overall mission and product that you're offering. Absolutely. 
Great. Um, okay. So kind of on a more personal level and this just, if you were to give advice to someone in the company about, you know, why is being a brand ambassador such an important part of your personal brand? How, how do you think that behavior of being a brand ambassador supports your personal brand? Yeah, I, I think it goes back to those those three steps or, or core principles I mentioned earlier, you know, genuinely liking something and being authentic and, and empathetic. I think by practicing those three things, you'll be perceived as more of an, an honest and trustworthy source, um, which I think is important when when you're practicing any sort of brand ambassadorship in order to influence others to kind of buy into a brand, they have to first trust what you're saying. Um, so I think if you take that that approach of authenticity and, and, and empathy, people will naturally trust you and will at very least listen to what you're saying. And more often than not, they'll, they'll eventually buy into what you're saying. Yeah, no, I love that you said that. It's, I mean, the reality is trust is the foundation of credibility. So people have to trust you. That's right. um, so it's great. And I love how you tie those all together. That makes so much sense. How do you think being a brand ambassador helps with the overall employer brand? Yeah, that's huge. Um, and it's a major focus that um, our global recruiting team has, has partnered with your team and, uh, and our branding and communications team on. Um, I, I think an employer brand is probably the most important thing when it comes to attracting and retaining talent. Um, mm -hmm. You have to not only have an employer brand or, or a set of values that you live by, um, and, and ours obviously are, are posted everywhere and we, we embody them day in and day out. But I think we also have to, we have to not be afraid to share that. Um, you know, I, I don't right. see a lot of housers, you know, po posting publicly on social media platforms or sharing some of their positive experiences. Um, I hear most of them usually in like kitchen lunchroom talk during, you know, our, our Friday lunches or, um, and one-on-ones with my team. And now that we're in a remote setting, I, I actually have seen a decrease in the amount of conversations I've had. Uh, but I know people still love working at house. It's just, they're not, um, they're not like speaking about it on, on any public platform. So I think it's important that we do more of that so that people that don't work at house can truly see how amazing of a company it is and, and would want to learn more about opportunities we might have. Okay. I love that. And this might be the answer to my next question. It was, if you could ask employees to do one thing to help the house brand, what would that one thing be? Speak up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think speak up. And um, like you mentioned earlier, it obviously I wouldn't put anything negative on uh, if you truly care about the brand, I wouldn't speak negatively about the brand uh, on social media, but certainly share um, the things you love and enjoy about working at house and, and don't be afraid to tell people about that. But on the flip side, if there are things that you think could be better, uh, pull your manager aside and, and talk through, um, you know, some solutions that you may have already thought about. That's, that's one thing that I really enjoy about working at house is that we're all heard and most ideas um, are taken very seriously. And, and if you have a solution to propose, a lot of the times um, leadership will let you run with it. And, and that is not the case at any other company I've ever worked at. So that's mm -hmm. what I really enjoy about working here as well. Yeah. And that, that what an encouraging thing you just said. And I, and I hope everyone listening hears that is this reality that you're allowed to identify problems, but bring a solution. Like to me, that is the epitome of a brand ambassador. Anyone can identify problems. That's really easy. But those who take the time to say, okay, this maybe isn't ideal, but what's a solution I could come up with that might potentially fix this. And I'm going to share that with my leader because I care about the brand and I think it's important. A lot of times we stop at the 
identified problem before working through the solution. So um, I appreciate that you brought that up. It's like you have permission to do that. If you have ideas, share them. Like let's improve together. Absolutely. It's the, um, you know, it's easy to like or dislike something, but like you said, it's, it's the caring piece that can oftentimes be a little bit more difficult to express. Um, Mm -hmm. But, but if you genuinely care, then it's, it's in everyone's best interest that you do ultimately express. Absolutely. Okay. My last question here, and I promise I will let you go. (laughs) I know you're working on the employer brand here at house. So what types of things are you working on? I think it would be great for fellow housers to hear more about that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think first and foremost, it's expanding upon whatever what, what's already been done. So working really closely with our, our branding and communications team, they've done a lot of incredible things like our Hauser profiles. And even on the sales side, we have the, the resilience campaign going on. What we're trying to do is is give that a little bit more exposure externally. I feel like internally we have this great network, um, this great process of informing housers on everything that's going on and bringing housers closer together. But I want to share that love with the public and, and really create this picture that the public can see and kind of feel the same culture that we feel when we walk into the doors of house. Um, I read about it on Glassdoor when I was interviewing, but I didn't truly feel it until I came on site for an interview. I know it's a little different now that we're in this remote environment, but even just hopping on this Zoom call with you, I feel it. So it's, it's something that we all sort of embody, um, but we only share internally amongst each other. And I really want us to do a better job of, of creating a, 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 a well-aware external brand. Yeah, you're right. It is really important to do that because I agree with you. I think of the last eight weeks and just how we adjusted the creativity that emerged from various individuals. And I just feel so privileged to be a part of that. And I'll be the first to admit, I haven't externally shared that other than, you know, talking with family or friends, but, you know, really making our brand heard where we can. So um, thank you for that. That's you're right. We need to do more of that. Yeah. One of the really cool things we, um, you know, we had spoken with Pam on the people experience team and, and um, one of the ideas came up with, of following the, um, the monthly like recognition or awareness topics and really syncing across all departments, how we can kind of expand on how we're recognizing that. So, um, you know, mental health awareness month is a prime example. We have all these internal initiatives to kind of help housers, um, you know, combat any mental illness or, or mental stress that they might be combating. Um, but, you know, there's people that don't work at house who are struggling with the exact same things. Mm-hmm. And if we already have these amazing resources built out, why not share them with the public? Uh, not only could we potentially help someone, but uh, someone out there might see, wow, house really does care about their employees. Look at what they're doing. I'm interested in learning about opportunities there. So um, you can help someone and, and help yourself all in the same breath. Yeah, that's such good perspective. And I, I think a lot of us forget the impact that, that we can have, like you just said, by simply sharing. So thank you so much. I truly check you are just the epitome of a brand ambassador. um, And we just appreciate you taking the time to walk us through some of your insights on that and what it means. um, And you're the perfect person to demonstrate that. So thank you so much for your time and hope to have you back on the podcast soon. (laughs) Of course, anytime. Uh, Thank you for having me and and just keep doing what you're doing. I love everything that Talent Dev does. I'm you guys' number one fan. So (laughs) you're the best. Thanks for tuning in to this week of How's We Manage. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Chuck Gary, again, our talent acquisition manager. And we hope to see you next time. Everyone have a great week.